Now this is the plan. Get your ass to Mars. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where three guys get together and talk about random topics selected by our random topic generator. Joining me today is uh, the inimitable um, Michael Hodgins. Mike, hello. Yeah, hello, that wasn't a word. In, in, but... in, inimitable? In shit. <laughs> yeah, in what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Inimitable. Inimitable. Imitating. So Inimitatable? In, yeah, it's a word, I think. I don't Hi, Bo. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Obviously tripping over my words already. And speaking of words, we have our king of circumlocution, Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, how are you doing today? In three I'm... words or less. I'm totally circumlocated, Bo. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh, I studied hard to get those big words into the podcast. When you said that, I was th- I thought I was like, why does this sound familiar? And then I was thinking when Captain Picard was locutus of oh Borg. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> As a shout out to all our Star Trekkies out there. Yeah, live long and <laughs> prosper. Indeed. All right. Moving on. Um, or wait, no. Resistance is futile. Listen to That's our podcast. Right. All right, uh, so uh, you guys have any news to share with our listeners today? I was, uh, I just noticed that we're like at 25 podcasts here. Like this is, at what point do we celebrate or have a milestone episode? It's 100. Well, I think 100 is when I, when I usually hear of the big 100 celebration, every 100 mark, but it depends how frequently you go. We go twice a week, so we might just do an annual But if you do the math, that's still basically a (laughs) hundred. Twice a week, so our hundredth episode will be almost two years in. No, one year in. Uh, Oh, whoops! You're doing reverse math. (laughs) Reverse (laughs) math in the reverse universe. You know, yeah. Oh, the education system truly failed you. There is a reverse universe, and everything we know is backward. Like the right side of your face is on the. You can see it in the mirror. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So Crofton, you were saying something, 25. and I've completely forgotten. Yeah, I was just talking about hitting a milestone episode. Also, I noticed I'm on a streak of goods. So, ladies and gentlemen, will I be able to keep it up? Will I turn in a good verdict today? Tune in. You just right. channel your inner Mike Hodgins, and you'll find the, the cragginess in you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to channel my Crofton and be like, "This is good." Yeah, let's have Reverse Universe Day. So yeah, we'll um, Reverse Universe Day. We'll see how Crofton, it goes. Crofton, you'll be extraordinarily negative, and Mike, you'll be extraordinarily positive, and um, <laughs> I'll stop drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. There you go. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. All right. All right. Do you guys think I should pull up, give a yank on the old uh, uh, random topic generator here? Yeah. Give- I'm really glad you ended that sentence with random topic generator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, go ahead and give it a pull. Let's get okay. this uh, okay. road on the show. Let's do it. <gasps> yeah. Hold your breath. <laughs> hold it. Hold your, yeah. You're supposed to get a gas mask. Right? Oh. Like dirt cheap. Well, um, the topic today is going to Mars. All right. I want to go to Mars. Yeah, I think that this is ties into uh, the idea of commercial space flight maybe as well. Yeah, there's, I guess, uh, you know, it sounds like the topic is more just, uh, I think maybe going to space when going to Mars seems like the most likely next step. Well, um, did, didn't, didn't, didn't George Bush say that it was going to happen? Or is that an Obama thing? 
I don't. I, I'm not sure who said it, but I know that. Um, I mean, one, one time, of the one of the recent U.S. presidents, I think, was like, "We're going to Mars," and kind of put it as like a, you know, something to aim for. So uh, there's been talk of it from the government, you know, from the U.S. government, because no one else is going to do it. You're not going to see Canada going to Mars anytime soon. I know Newt Gingrich promised to put a colony on the moon if he became president. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I remember. You that. promised? Huh. Yeah, I was in the Republican yeah. debates. I, I He's it. like, "Elect me president, <laughs> and I will put a colony on the moon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe it was in the more um, desperate hours of the race for the the GOP, uh, um, you know, leader nomination or whatever. It would have been. I would have been like, "Yes, we will vote for that if you, if you take yourself and the Republican Party there with you." Yeah, and I guarantee you'll all win the jackpot at slot machines. I, I wonder if I maybe offended any of our Republican listeners uh, <laughs> by suggesting they should live on a moon colony. <laughs> it uh, is kind of like that, that put them on an island. I'd love we actually have some high-level Republican like, <laughs> U.S. listening. This is the last time I listen to this podcast. <laughs> George W. Bush is like, cancel subscription. <laughs> uh, uh, if, if George W. Bush or any ex-presidents are listening, uh, we, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we love you, George. So uh, write us in on the show and let us know what you think of it. Um, so, but I think so- our only celebrity listener might be Ryan Gosling. So No, he's got better things to do. But, okay, back to going to Mars. Yeah. What do you guys think about this? Is is it a, is it a goal that the human race well, should uh, strive for? Well, I'm I'm like, you know, there's this whole when studying in history class, there seemed to be this whole era of exploration that like the European world that you know I learned about traveled to the New World by boat and crossed over India and China, and sort of had all there was all this new frontier exploration, and now we live in this age of globalization where you know I can check out a street in you know Belgium. Uh, on Google Maps or something without having to go there. So there's this sense of like space is the place where the large unknown is. I guess under the oceans might be too, but I feel like space is the sexier of the two options. And there's a sense of that there's like whole new planets with whole new things on them. I remember as a child having this space book and there was lots of beautiful art in it. If I, I can't actually find it, I would love to have this book. Um and it just it's so exotic and wonderful to just travel to new worlds uh, that I think that um, going to space is just this amazing idea that we should be doing. And part of me sometimes wishes that I was not, you know, here, you know, recording a podcast, but I was some genius scientist contributing in some meaningful way to going into space. Um, the well, thing Bo, is, is, though, you, beyond... You could- you could do that. Have you heard about there's this thing? I don't know who's running it, but I heard recently on the news that there's this. I think it's a uh, it's non governmental, but they're looking. Yeah, for I volunteers. heard about this too. Yeah, volunteers to go to Mars, but it's a one way trip. Yeah, one saying way. That basically they have what? the technology. Yeah, no, no, what? I'm surprised. That is awesome. You didn't yeah. hear about this? No, I'm surprised you haven't. But like, it's to you're, you're going to put you on a ship, ex- and they're not <laughs> going to guarantee. Okay, go ahead. I can explain it to you. I'm just really excited. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is, I've been looking for a place to live. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of space there and there's a lot of vacancy. But uh, the the idea is that they say we have the technology to get someone to the moon, but the technology we lack is to currently to get people back from or no from I said the moon, but I meant Mars. Uh, so 
Uh, they're saying they, they could do this in the next little while. They could send someone to Mars, but, you know, you couldn't really come back. So that's the idea. They were looking for people who would be like, I'm going to go one-way trip, go there, try to set up a kind of like self-sustaining colony through growing food and saving water. I don't know what. Like, but, yeah, it's out there. Like so landing we, a ship there? Yes, like taking people, going, landing there with a little kind of like, I don't know, capsule or something that you could live in and then trying to, you know – Grow food and stuff and like stay alive. In some biodome. This is an yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, would you I'm do this? I'm surprised you haven't heard about it, Bo. I've, well, been I've heard about it, it in like science fiction books. This is science fiction stuff. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I've been checking out streets to live on on uh, Google Mars Street View. Uh, <laughs> I've and, used uh, that too, actually. That's an awesome it, site. But uh, but no, it 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 is some sort of um, they have the technology to get you there, but they can't get you back. So pretty much, you would be you'd be a, a pioneer on Mars. But I think there's a long list of people that believe. I I kept thinking to myself, who the hell would sign are, up? Are for there that? are there any celebrity people on that list? No, because they're always the first to sign up for these uh, commercial space flights, right? You see them spending hundreds of thousands of dollars just to see the go in space. Not that I'm aware of. No Ryan Gosling. I'm sorry, Bo. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, I guess I couldn't follow their tweets on Twitter when they're like, you know, landed on Mars, (laughs) y'all. Another day of red sand, (laughs) y'all. I think think the the idea of, like, I, I... in theory, I'm behind the idea of going of going to uh, going to Mars and, and and like Bo, what what you pointed out about it being the final frontier, the last unexplored uh, area that you know that that appeals to me, and I'm always fascinated by the news that comes back of like you know rovers landing on Mars, the I, the possibility of there maybe being ice or something inside of Mars, or that that it that it be able to sustain life long term for when we trash this planet. Um, but uh, but at the at the same point, I'm not sure if I would like to go to Mars unless I could get there in a day or so and visit for a day, you know, like Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure that it's something that would appeal to me personally. Well, you, would would it appeal to you guys? Um I don't I don't think it would appeal to to me at certainly at the moment. I like a nice croissant in the morning and a coffee. At the local bakery, so I don't know that you can get that over there. You make your own croissants. You be, yeah, you, I'm starting. You've to been make learning to make. You've been um, learning the artisan craft of croissant making. It's not and easy. you could bring it with you to Mars. You're bringing no, your you culture. Couldn't. No, like it would not have. But what I was going to say but is that can, aren't you supposed you, to? Isn't this a biodome? You could build your own stuff. I think it's going to be rudimentary living. You're going to be like, oh god, thank god that plant grew. We can eat a leaf of lettuce today. <laughs> I, I don't. I think it's going to be hard living. Yeah. It's going to be like a new frontier. And I think that, thinking of it like a new frontier is a good way to look at it. You guys both talked about the era of exploration, and I think to a certain extent, it's like a lot of the mystery has gone out of the world. You know, it wasn't that long ago where there was like just places that no one had been and it was just mysterious and amazing and that you know adventurous some people could go and explore them but now it's kind of like unless you're trying to go to deep sea um or space it's the mystery has gone out of the world to a large extent it's just you know you can go on google google earth and look at any place in the world it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing so i can see what drives people is the same thing that drove people to explore at any time so where else do you go space makes sense yeah. um there was a guy recently who went uh, to northern canada and mapped out this this river and this waterfall in particular that nobody had mapped out before and this was this got so much news coverage because uh, he was supposedly uh the first person to ever 
to ever do this waterfall in this 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 particular section of river and i guess i guess what you say mike is is true there's there's no there's nothing left to discover and and everybody was fascinated by this one little piece of the north that that had yet to be discovered so yeah space next and frontier. if you, you know if you, Go ahead. If, you, if you think about it like uh you know people who have done these big firsts you know you think like christopher columbus or uh neil armstrong is it <laughs> but it's like only one person ever gets to do gets to be the first to do something so uh something like that so if there if human beings do go to mars somebody's going to be the first one ever there and that's pretty amazing i mean though i guess it's you know to be the first person to go to some arctic river is sort of interesting it's 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 kind of that's a monumental step in humanity so i can understand why people i i just looked it up here it's called the mars one venture the one that's sending the one-way people and apparently they have like 2700 people have paid a registration fee and submitted like videos and stuff so they're actually getting legitimate uh interest wow what's the registration total recall I don't know. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. That's my favorite scene in that movie where it's just, get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, without, I don't know what the fee is, but the point is, you know, uh, like anyone can just say, yeah, I'll go. But it's when you got to, like, actually pay them some money to be registered, it's starting to make it a reality. But they're aiming to go in 2023. And that's pretty near, that's, really. Yeah, yeah that's it's super close. close. Yeah, I mean... All things considered, that's not far off at all. Like we'll see it in our lifetime, and we'll hear news reports about what's going on with those dudes in Mars if they devolved into some sort of savage, you know, people. Because it's going to be like a crazy frontier. I have to imagine. And then they'll, and then they'll be like, at some point, there'll be a baby born on Mars, and like it's pretty. Yeah, and they may like. I don't know about discovering some indigenous comparable life, but there, there may be things to discover on Mars that we just haven't seen yet you know yeah there may be the, the other thing that Maybe. i've heard and I, I remember seeing this a while ago on some science show when i was a kid but that there's the idea of terraforming mars yeah it, that's uh it's a big science fiction concept uh, i think there's a few books on that whole deal yeah but it doesn't seem even like that much science fiction like if you just like can find a way to pump out a lot of co2 and raise the temperature a bit there's not a lot of water over there anyways but you know, you know like it seems like it could be done they're uh, saying like it would take a thousand years or something but you know no time like the present Oh. See, in in the interest of of being devil's advocate a little bit here, this is obviously a real costly endeavor. And uh, wouldn't that money, the money spent on this sort of travel, be be better spent, you know, taking care of people here instead of? You could say that about anything. <laughs> about anything, like I mean, we all, you know, I own a car, and so do you. We could be like, oh, that money could be better spent on the people who are starving. Than getting our asses around. Like I just think it's. It, I mean, I don't. I don't disagree with you because I wouldn't go on the one-way trip to Mars. As Bo, would you? You seem very interested. Um, the concept has a strong appeal with me. No like, smoke like, breaks, Bo. Well, oh, yeah, you yeah, die. I'll be in the biodome. Well, it'll become like Total Recall. I'll go to the bar with the girl with three uh, tatas and hang out there. I'm sure they allow smoking there. Um, no, the uh, 
like I think that the thing is like I, I'm having visions and this is my you know anxiety about, <laughs> about doing dangerous things part of me talking and it's you know you'll get there and realize there's actually something you know poisonous about the place and everyone just dies <laughs> you know, like, well, that but I mean that's the that's the life and death thing that's the yeah you might be lucky to even make it there in the first place yeah honestly. true the ship goes off course and then we're just floating out in space it's not even that it's like cosmic radiation and and stuff like that. Like, there's no. I'm like, there's so many ideas for books and television shows coming out of them. Just like, oh man, the ship goes off course and floats out into space and it's never coming back. And they just live on this crazy ship. But the, but then it's like you think about the people who or the Europeans who first crossed the Atlantic and who some of them thought like, no, you might not, you know, it might not come back. You might just yeah, go off. Again. That's true, Mike. That's a good uh, comparison. So it's it's equally scary. I mean, there's risks in these, and that's why it's not for everyone. That's great. And then in order to get back, or like some kind of trade route and future future, like they'd have to find ways of building. <laughs> I just imagine like the trade route, like the people who've established themselves on Mars in 200 years coming back and be like, "Would you like any red rocks? We've got a whole bunch," and be like, "No, you know what? You guys can just stay on Mars. Like, we'll enjoy our wine and all the fine foods yeah, we have." To. Like, yeah. oh god! Like that, that's the interesting question: is what kind of resources does Mars offer? And I think I don't think it's a good idea to answer the question before actually going there. So. You know, we might just discover it's just a boring piece of shit red rock. And it's like, you know, it's like there's really nothing special about it. Although the whole terraforming thing, you know, like I don't understand the, the, the actual scientific foundation on how some of these things could be made possible. But it sounds like if, you know, government's throwing their money at it, they're going to send up, they're planning on sending a lot of people to Mars, then, I mean, there must be something to it. So I'm going to put my faith in that. What if, like, even if it was just a red rock, right? Like, now there's commercial space flight. They're talking about, um, you know, sending uh, people up into at least uh, high, the higher levels of the atmosphere, if not outside entirely. And it ends up being, you know, fairly wealthy people or people willing to pay the money. And even if, imagine if you would, we were able to fly all the way to the moon, uh, we, we, uh, assuming, that, of course, they didn't stage the moon landing. We know what the moon uh, looks like and and what it's what it's like uh, what it's like up there. And really, it's just a giant rock with low gravity. So, but there's still tons of people that are extremely fascinated by it and would be interested in interested in doing it. It's just it it's it is I think the allure of the unexplored uh, territory, the lure of the unknown. Well, I think that also like. Now, we talked, it's like, is it just a red rock with not much to offer? I think that's probably the case. Maybe there's some min minerals of value if you want to start mining or something. But but I think it's it's what it is really is a first step into kind of broader sort of solar system exploration. I mean, this maybe seems like a long way off, but I could see at some point humans like uh, trying to, because, you know, what drives us right now, it's a lot of energy development, right? And it's like, well, once we use up all the oil, we might need more energy. And it's like, well, there's places like, I guess, Jupiter, which is what, a big ball of hydrogen. So it's like maybe stuff like that when we are, when our energy needs are enough. I can see humans like going, you know, and be like, well, we got to plunder stuff in the solar system. Yeah. And this might be a step towards it because energy is something that's worth a lot. Uh, and it, it exists in the solar system in some capacity. If you could get it, I mean, Jesus, I don't know what I'm talking about really, but yeah, it's out yeah. there. It, se it, seems like, it seems like the place to go. I mean, if we have the capacity to do it, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm all for it. Uh, space but travel, like, 
So, but it, uh, Mike was saying the exponential technology last time, well, right? That's, well, that's it, right. In, in how things just keep 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 spiraling bigger and bigger exponentially, uh, and I think that we. Like I fall back on sort of what I said with regards to AI is we have these perceptions of where that exponential growth is going to go. And I think one of those perceptions is that space travel. Eventually, we're going to make it to Mars. Then we're going to make it further. We're going to go go further and that sort of thing. I know that's sort of how, how I've always imagined it going. I'm not sure how realistic it is, though. But I think it's pretty realistic. Did you guys hear that what Voyager just – they confirmed that left the solar system like a few weeks ago. It was really? like when, well, there was. I, I didn't hear that. I think it was like a year ago. They said it left the solar system, and then it took them like another year to confirm that it left the solar system. Because I guess you know it's not like there's like a picket fence put up around the perimeter of the unit of the there's solar system. Probably some travel time for signals. Like, a, oh, we, I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, well, they know how far it is, but it's more a question of like where. Where does no the sun no longer have influence over uh, gravitational pull or something like that? Because I think that's obviously what binds the solar system together. Yeah, the sun. Yeah. So once you're free of that, you're not in the solar system anymore. But I mean, so now there's a piece of human technology that's off in like the empty void of space, like not even in the solar system, which is huge. It's just out there. It's going to keep going forever. Um, um, and you know what? It's going to scratch some alien spaceship's sh- uh, ship, and they're going to get all pissed about their paint job, and then come to Earth. <laughs> but, but but again, what's what's neat to think about is if how many thirty years ago or something we sent this thing up, and it's now left the solar system. And then, you know, you talk about exponential technology advances, you know, and it's hard to predict how that will go. But, you know, if we talk a couple hundred years from now and you think a couple hundred years back, like, you know, think of like the founding of the Americas by Europeans and what that was, what life was like then. And then think, okay, that's a couple hundred years ago. Now think a couple hundred years in the future. It might be drastically different. And that's lightning fast, really, if you think about it, you know, just like, boom, all this crazy growth. Yeah, and it's only going to happen faster, uh, you know, unless we uh, kill ourselves first or something. No, but this is, is, this is really interesting, man. I, I, Bo, I think you should go sign up for this one. <laughs> I like how we're trying to get Bo to sign up. <laughs> yeah, go Bo, away, never we, take pictures. Uh, yeah. Send them to us. You guys are great friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, there's something sort of something appealing about the idea. I don't know if it's really the kind of thing I'd want to do, but there's a part of me that wants to be the person that's going to do this because it's amazing. Not the fame, because you're going, like, as you said, it was like 100,000 people, so I don't know about fame, but just this, like, I think about, um, I don't know if you guys know your ancestry, but, like, on my dad's side, they've settled here, you know, before the creation of Canada, you know, it was wild frontier and, and they picked a place and, you know, settled and lived in the forest. And it was the new world at the time. It was the crazy new place. Like I have lineage that traces back to doing this kind of shit. And I'm like, you know, there's a part of me that's like, ah, this resonates with me, you know, like there's something really cool about it. So I, I just, I don't know. It just Mars on a certain light seems depressing to me in the sense that, uh, I'm not seeing the resources or the, you know. I think you'd need to be a pretty, to do something like that, you'd need to be a pretty single-minded person. Like, I know for myself that I'm pretty scatterbrained. I like doing a lot of random different stuff, and I get bored if I'm doing the same thing all the time. So if you go to Mars, I feel like what, you know, maybe you could be connected with the Earth through they you might know, be Twitter. able to send transmissions. Yeah, like trans- well, no, you would be able to, yeah. but but and it's they a question. Send care packages for you, right? Like just unmanned, maybe something or others with 
goods from the planet, you know, they could keep it <laughs> stocked. Hopes so. you would you would hope so. I feel yeah. like as long as it but, doesn't crash into your actual biodome. Yeah, that would be pretty bad luck. One thing you'd like, Bo, is that there's the whole repopulation of Mars type thing where you'd probably have to have sex with a lot of ladies, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the rules of human interaction would still apply on Mars. It, unless it devolves into, you know, gangs and, <laughs> and anarchy. And just... I like how it goes directly to that. <laughs> as soon as people land, they're like, all right, who wants to be in my gang? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I but it's like all nerds and scientists, so it's very like... You know, wussy. We'll <laughs> Aren't you into Breaking Bad? Isn't that the whole thing? That guy's a nerd, but he's a yeah. But that, well, that's different. That's just more yeah. And, and speaking of Breaking Bad, it ended last night. So, Bo, you're totally free to go now. Yeah, you have nothing holding you to this earth anymore. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> um, let's not get started on Breaking Bad. It'll turn into the Breaking Bad podcast. Um, so, I guess the one thing that sort of uh, bugs me about this because I think we're all pretty overwhelmingly positive about this exciting thing. It's got you know. Um, is what Crofton said, which was like, is there really a point to this shit? Like, not that there could be money better spent because Mike's argument makes a lot of sense to me, but like, is it, you know, I guess I have a hard time believing it as I say it, but is it futile to be spending money on space travel and all this shit? Because it does take a lot of resources, a lot of attention, a lot of our brilliant minds solving this rather than solving something else. You got global warming is a big issue. Uh, Some people don't acknowledge it, but you know, we got global warming and we've got a growing population that needs healthy food. Um, you know, yeah, like- that's a good that's a good point, bro. And the the thing the thing, too, is is the travel aspect of it, sending humans as opposed to like uh, just continuing space exploration as it stands now. Right. Uh, with 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 rovers and drones and, and the way that we do things now, do we need to to spend the money or take the risk to send humans at this juncture. And, and, and what Mike said uh, about the timetable of this project, it sounds pretty soon. Are we ready to send humans? Is it, is it too early? Yeah, I, I think probably there's no, if you're into it, there's the sooner the better. I just think we need to find out, like we need to know. I just wonder if it's, I don't know. I don't think it can be helped, really. I think that, uh, you know, we are explorers. We do see something that we don't know what it is, but we have a lot of information about it, and we want to know, you know. And if I guess if we send 100,000 people there, and they all just say, it's horrible, take us back, and we're like, well, no, you know, you're stuck there. And But, but we're, it's, <laughs> you yeah, know, the, those people are committed, it's true, for the first thing. But it's also the fact that, like, humans... There's like there is something built into human beings that just want to be the first to do something, even when it's ridiculous stuff. All you have to do is go through the book of Guinness <laughs> records. <laughs> the, the first <laughs> to like you know eat the most hot dogs. In, yes, in but exa- exactly because everyone wants to be the first to have done something or the or you know and these people you always hear these things where people are like rowing a rowboat like you know across the North Atlantic or something. You're like, why do that? Because no one's done it before, you know, and that's enough for a lot of people just because no one's done it before, even if it's crazy crappy you know so it's like mars it's not going to be it's not going to be that exciting i mean probably if you think about actually what it is you're on this like barren world like trying to scrape out a living but no one's ever done it before and that's really exciting for a lot of people yeah so all right so i think uh, we're, we're good at this point maybe to start casting in verdicts does anyone have any last thoughts or do they want to we want to jump in and say what we think about going to mars 
Hey, a boat yeah. barren wasteland scraping to make get by on a to make a living. That description sounds a lot like your apartment. Da doom doom ching. <laughs> you know there won't be any fucking pigeons in Mars. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, anyone want to take a first crack at it? I'll I'll jump in first, uh, and and I'll just say that I I and I'm not going to go on too too long with this. I think I my my gut feeling says we're all on the same page, which is that I I think that uh, traveling to Mars or, uh, or or you know even commercial space flight in general pushing our boundaries. I think that's a good thing. So good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know if it goes dead like that just give me a minute i'll edit it out and post uh, i hear you um right. so so as i was saying i just i just think it's a good a, a good thing it's um it, it is that human nature to want to to want to explore further to i guess in many ways to dream bigger and that sort of thing and uh i i well well i could see the benefits of 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 Taking that money and, and putting it in in other places, uh, and I don't think that there's any harm in getting our shop in order before looking to the stars. I, at the same point, I uh, I must admit that it sounds pretty interesting, and I don't see any reason why it would be bad. And it's definitely definitely not bullshit. They're getting started already, so I, I have to say it sounds good to me. All right, Mike, you got something to say on the subject of going to Mars? Yeah, I mean. Um I'm gonna have to say going to Mars is good. I just think it's. Uh, I mean, I won't rehash the points that Crofton just made, but I think it's like you know, if you, as a as a species, if we're not striving for something new, and I think that's what we tend to try to do, even though with all the problems we have here, you got to strive forward, even if it's just to kind of make a statement. So I think I think it's cool, and it'll be fun if these people do this. Probably. Uh, watching them hopefully not resort to cannibalism that's that's when it goes bad i think either way uh being an observer on the sidelines it'll be interesting to see how it plays out right like will it be this repository of hyper intelligent people enlightened individuals studying mars or is it going to devolve into uh you know like the wild west or something like that Mad max beyond thunderdome meets total recall (laughs) yeah exactly so so what do you think um so for all the reasons we stated i feel like there was just good vibes all over everything i had to say about this i think uh, going to mars is awesome It, it tickles this part of me that as a child i liked reading science fiction i still do but you know i had a lot of fantastic ideas about space travel and aliens and doing all that stuff so i say that traveling to mars or going to mars rather is good it may mean that you know traveling to mars might make make for a bullshit vacation that i don't know uh, <laughs> just that there's nothing to see um all right so that's three goods uh, i think we're all pretty enthusiastic about that one yeah, um, my streak of goods is still continuing. I couldn't even channel my inner Mike Hodgins on that. I had a yeah. hard time finding something even bad to say about it, honestly. We, we brought up, like, half the world's starving, and it's like, yeah, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> this doesn't affect my feeling in any way where it would if you said, uh, I don't know, I bought a hamburger, took one bite out of it, and threw it on the ground. And I'd probably feel guilty. But uh, not about going to Mars. Mars is uh, just great. All right. Get your ass to Mars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I, I think that pretty much wraps up our show, guys. Uh, yeah. I'd like to, uh, you know, thank you both for joining me today. It was really awesome to have you. Um, 
To the listeners, we have a website. The website address is gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for Good Bad Bullshit, podcast.com. Uh, from there, you can uh, subscribe to our podcast by uh, checking out our RSS links or a link to the iTunes store where you can click subscribe. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, if you're ever on Mars, Mike, where do you think people would be able to find you? Uh, I think they'd be they'd find me trying to get back to Earth. <laughs> Is that a thing from a movie? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Crofton, uh, where can the people find you? Well, they can find me on Earth and on Mars on Twitter, at Crofton Steers, as long as they have access to Twitter on Mars, which I'm sure will be their second invention there after water. Yeah, I wonder if lack of Twitter on Mars would be a deal breaker for some people, you know, <laughs> just in this day and age. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at BoSchwartz.com if you're interested in following me and, and hearing the stupid things I have to say on my Twitter account. All right, so I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Um, I'm going to give some serious consideration to this whole travel to Mars thing. Like I said, uh, I'm moving apartments, but I don't have a new apartment, so I don't know where I'm living, and Mars might just be the place. This is a good you're, way to go about things. You're probably going to have to quit smoking, though. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. You know, I, I think, think... Uh, travel to Mars. Um, Crofton said there'd be lots of sex. So, you know, I think that's a good trade-off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And as Arnold Schwarzenegger said... Get your ass to Mars. 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 Get to the chopper to Mars. <laughs> it's chopper. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars.